0: Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life,
1: share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Another exciting episode of Fat Guys with Smokers on the Road. I'm John, here with the Mr. Mike Bell.
1: Heyo! It's good to be
0: back, John.
1: We took a week off, and I feel uh, feel like I missed something in my life, you know?
0: I know. Uh, it was replaced with something magical, though. Thanksgiving. Yep. The Super Bowl of fat guy holidays.
1: <laughs> that How was uh, your Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, mine was good. We, uh, yeah, had all the fixins: turkey, ham, um, pie. I may have gone a little overboard with pie. Mm. I think we had—I think we had nine different pies that I brought. Oh wow, that's awesome.
1: Did you smoke any of
0: them? I did. We uh, well, didn't really smoke, but we cooked out on the Traeger. We did a uh, trying to remember. Did the did an apple crumb pie, and then we also did a peach pie. Um, Oh, nice! Yeah, those Murray Calendar pies were on sale, and I went with the intention of buying a couple, and bought like fifteen. So I pie. I have pie for days at my house.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. How was yours?
1: It was good. We were were actually with the in-laws down at an Airbnb. So we did try to do Thanksgiving dinner with limited resources, but didn't take my smokers, kind of wish I would have,
0: but also I drive a van, so, you know. Hey man, Where there's a will, there is a way, and I, uh, I may, I may know a guy who's got a hitch carrier that regular, regularly gets used to <laughs> haul smokers around. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, Didn't think about that. Yeah, but we, uh, we actually, there weren't a ton of leftovers, so we, I smoked a turkey on Saturday. And oh, right I, on! Oh my gosh! Every year I've. I forget about how good, like, a a brined and smoked turkey is.
1: Yeah, this one we cooked. I mean, it was fine, but, like, it just kind of got thrown in. There was no seasoning. There was no brine. I was going to inject it, but I didn't. And it was fine, but the smoked turkey it's brined it's a game changer like it's just so much better so
0: yeah yeah and there it's so juicy yeah um and i mean our the turkey at dinner wasn't dried out by any means but it's like the when i do a a smoked and brine turkey like there are paper towels like a whole roll of paper towels sitting there because i know i'm just going to be sopping up juice because it's everywhere on the cutting board
1: Delicious, man.
0: I know. Um, yeah, like this
1: one, it wasn't bad, but you don't know what you're missing until you've had a good smoked turkey, for sure.
0: Right. Um. Well, hey, because we're on the road, well, at least I'm on the road. Seems like I'm, I'm forever throwing in chaos into our recording schedule. Um, Worth it. And we're, and we're using Zoom. We uh we're gonna do a little, little show and tell. Hopefully this works for, for the YouTube videos. But for a shout out, we're gonna go a little different today. Um shouting out this right here. A big old plate of barbecue that uh I had for lunch a couple of days ago here in Texas. We we're this was Terry Black's in Dallas that we went to for lunch and had just this massive beef rib, and then there was this uh, had a little pork rib on the side too and cream corn. Mike, I've been tra- I've been eating more lote down here than I've ever had in my life, and I'm I'm coming around.
1: <laughs> I'm proud so, of you. I'm a huge fan.
0: Yeah, it was it was really really good um but the the other cool thing i love going to barbecue restaurants because anytime you go to a barbecue restaurant if you know how to ask a couple of questions they will let you come check out the pits and these guys were actually doing pit tours while we were there um oh wow this is this is one of their five thousand gallon smokers um with their homemade sausage, all of the trimmings that come off of their brisket and ribs go into making sausage. And they make like 2,000 pounds of sausage a week at this location.
1: Dude,
0: now, We were talking about, they burn um, between four and six cords of post oak every week in these pits. Oh, man. And for Do anyone only who knows.
1: Stoke?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember the dimensions. I think a, a cord is like four foot by eight foot of stacked one foot logs. Like it is, that is a massive amount of wood. Like typically about half a cord fits in the back of a a regular pickup truck
1: yeah four foot by
0: eight foot by four foot like high too yeah. holy cow yeah it's, it is just like a ton of it so um do uh grabbed a grabbed a selfie too with my my new friend craig um he and i it was funny i was fangirling over everything going on in this pit and the rest of my group from work was like standing about 20 feet off in the parking lot like dude come on we've got to go we've got things that we've got to do let's go and i was like sorry craig and i are busy right now so um shout out to craig shout out to terry blacks um i think we're actually going to terry blacks down here in austin tomorrow for lunch um with a different group where was this at this one was in dallas um okay so it was like it's like right in downtown dallas um their original location is in lockhart so um but just awesome food if you ever get a chance and you're in texas look at blacks because it is fantastic
1: are they all over texas do they have a bunch of them or is it just those three
0: um i think they have they've got four or five locations because they've got the two in dallas they've got one in austin and i think they've got one in houston so i think they've got four very cool so if you if you are in a major city in central texas you're uh you're going to be close to a blacks mm. well, I don't so that's awesome Yeah, it was super cool, but um, we just celebrated Thanksgiving, and Mm -hmm. we are fast approaching Christmas.
1: It's going to be here before we know it.
0: Yeah, for uh, anyone not, not keeping track, you are 25 days until it needs to be under the tree. And uh really, you've got like fifteen days not to look like a total idiot to buy your wife a good present, so <laughs> get I'll on be it. the one of those guys
1: in Walmart at six a m on Christmas Eve trying to figure it out,
0: yeah, for sure um, and and don't forget her stocking we uh we've got we've got it worked out where we trade names for stocking and everyone buys gifts for another person. So it's, it's not a high risk, but I've seen a couple of reels and memes just in the last few days about uh, husbands not remembering that they have a crucial responsibility here to, uh, to, to make sure that they're buying the, buying their wife's stocking. So husbands don't forget, but uh. Today we're gonna to talk about gifts, right, Mike? Yep. So specifically yeah, this, uh Go for it. This is super awkward over Zoom.
1: We were I just we were talking Zoom. about this as we
0: were starting. <laughs> we didn't have our like music to get us hyped up and started out and now we're talking all over each other because there's a little bit of a delay, but Mike, go for it.
1: I'm sorry. It feels like COVID all over again and it's a nightmare. Well, uh, I know. Um, i with you hacking. Yeah, so out? we it were just trying like to think COVID. of a... I know, right? I cannot... One day, I'll be able to breathe again. I actually feel a lot better today, but I sound like crap. So um. anyway, we were trying to figure out a good, good idea, and my wife said, you know, sometimes it's hard to know what to get your husband for Christmas, so why don't you guys do like a gift guide or things that... Uh, fat guys with smokers would be interested in. So that's kind of the plan, I think, to talk about some of the things that you could get. And I mean, it's people at any level, entry level or somebody who's really into it. We'll talk about, I don't know, a few things, and hopefully just kind of get the juices flowing, get some ideas out there. And everybody's going to be different, and some people might think it's stupid, but I think. I think it's a cool idea to kind of at least give some ideas. For example, my dad has always been impossible to buy for because he doesn't have a ton of hobbies and it's hard to think of stuff. But he started, he got himself a Traeger off of Facebook a few, like a year ago or so. And so he's kind of started that a little bit. So that's kind of helped us, you know, get some ideas. So anyway, yeah. I don't know how you want to do it, and this is awkward because we're talking over each other, but do you want to each take something that we're thinking of, or what do you want to do?
0: No, I, uh, yeah, so I've got a couple of ideas, and I guess, well, why don't we just, let's go back and forth, and I've got, I've got at least four or five ideas, and you share one, I'll share one, and then hopefully we don't talk over the top of each other.
1: Sounds great. You want to go first?
0: Uh sure. And again, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start on the low end of prices and then work our way up because okay. I think there are things in all sorts of budgets that you can do, and whether you need something big or small, you've got lots of good options. Um and I think the the first one is just fuel, like whether you if whether it's a lump charcoal pellets wood like for me like actually fuel is a great option as a gift it's relatively inexpensive there are lots of different varieties and you can do some more exotic things if you wanted to be a special present so you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to buy the the normal bag of lumberjack pellets from from me on in my garage you you can buy you know a new variety that they haven't tried before um or there's a ton of like unique and special blends of lump charcoal that i've seen even at walmart lately like just go and buy a bunch of different varieties of fuel and that'll that's something that you can do
1: That's a really good idea because it wouldn't be overly expensive. And like you said, you can try a bunch of different things that maybe they had never tried before.
0: And the other thing I is like they're going to buy it anyways. So that's great yeah. for the budget too.
1: There you go. Well said. Well said. Um, well, One of the things that I was thinking of, and um, I feel like we've talked about this as far as uh, good things to have, but I think a meat thermometer is a great idea, especially if they don't have one. But even if they do have one, you can always up your game. So, I mean, I love the instant read thermometer that you just poke in. And, you know, I have a, a Thermopen, and I absolutely love it. Um, You don't have to spend $100 on a thermometer. It can be, you know, some of those ones on Amazon work just as well. But if they already have one of those, you can get a leave-in thermometer, like a a dot or something similar that reads the temperature as it cooks. Uh, And if they already have that, you can uh, go with the wireless thermometers that don't even need any wires, which you have the meter, right? And you really, it seems like you really like that. I don't have one of those, but I've heard good things about them.
0: Yeah, I was, that was actually on my, the meter was on my list of things to talk about tonight. Um, It is definitely a more expensive item, but I was skeptical Mm. at first. I wasn't sure if I liked it the first couple of times I used it, but I am a big fan of the meter. So highly recommend Mm. the meter. Um, and I think that's a great gift. Um, and they're, you know, seventy bucks for a single. Typically, you can find them on sale, or I think it's two two twenty five for the the block that has four in them. And the nice thing about the block is the block connects to Wi Fi. Um, so if you're leaving the house or something, you can stay connected without having to try and be creative. Like I. I always um, end up connecting it to an iPad and then using my phone to connect to the cloud so that I can see it if I leave the house. But I think that's a great one.
1: And you don't have um, to do that.
0: Yeah, if you've got the block. But 200 bucks is a lot of money to throw down on thermometers. I get that. Um, I'm a big fan of the Therm Pro brand. Um, it's... It is not Thermapen like. I think it's almost as good as Thermapen, but it's significantly cheaper. Um, and they've got they've got some cool stuff, uh, very similar to the the Thermapro group that Thermapro has one. It's a it's a I think it's called the Lightning. That's an instant read that reads in like two seconds or a second. Um. So it's super fast, really accurate. Um, I would, they have something similar to the meter called the Therm Spike that I bought one. I'm not a huge fan of it because it doesn't have any cloud connectivity. So you have to be on site with it to use it. And that's, that's a pretty big drawback in my mind when my grill's on the Wi-Fi. Like I can monitor everything else while I'm gone, and not be able to monitor the temperature is like that's kind of a drag for me. So I, I would stay away from the ThermPen unless you're committed to always being there the whole time you cook.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So, but even like, even if your husband, boyfriend, dad, brother, whatever is a beginner or just likes to grill like they don't have to be psychos like us but if they don't have a thermometer highly recommend getting something and like john said you don't have to spend off dollar. like just get something that will because it really changes the game when you can see oh this is the temperature i want to take it to instead of char it until we're not going to die you know
0: yeah yeah everybody should have a thermometer I don't care how how long you've been cooking or how good you think you are, from the newest griller to the, the most seasoned pit guy. You uh you need a thermometer. Right. So, um, next on my list are spices. You can always have fun with spices. Um, you can buy new spices from a, a company that they like. You can um, try something new or you can do like a gift certificate to Spiceology. That,
1: oh, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, I really like Spiceology. So so um, Adam's stuff is all through, Spice- through Spiceology. Derek Wolf has got stuff through Spiceology. Um, and then they just have like a whole range of other um things on there that are, are really good.
1: That's a great idea. Yeah. And I like that because it's kind of like what we were saying about wood and and fuel, like you can get things for them that they would normally maybe not try themselves. So you can get a bunch of different things that for them just to try, Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, not that rubs are crazy expensive or seasonings, but you could get them stuff that maybe they wouldn't want to spend money on if they didn't know they liked it. Great idea for a gift, trying different things. So yeah, I like that. I like it. All right. I, uh, I have a personalized apron on here. Nice. Most because I think that would be awesome. <laughs> so apron we've talked about how nice aprons can be um you know you could have some fun with it and make it funny or put a stupid pun on there or whatever but a good apron i mean goes a long ways so that was one that i thought would be nice save your shirts and your clothes and stuff like that um but yeah, yeah that was one that i had written no, I like,
0: yeah i like it i uh i think that's a uh... Sometimes a who you for me gift from the wife because it does save yeah. laundry.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It saves that a is. lot of stains. So. Hey, Hallie. The cutest Say of hey. all the homes.
1: <laughs> Say hey. What are you being all shy for?
0: <laughs> um, all right,
1: keep go in the living room this? Yeah. Okay, go watch it in the living room.
0: Okay. We uh, we already talked about thermometers, so I'm gonna skip over that. Um, I've got two left, <laughs> and they again, you can spend as much or as little as you want on these, but just a nice cut of meat. Hmm. Buy buy. Buy a little bit nicer steak, buy a buy a, a rack of, of beef ribs, buy something that normally you don't have every day because it maybe it is a little more expensive. Maybe they've never done brisket before because it's a $60 cut of meat. And you know what? This is this is a twofer one. It's a gift. You give them because it lets them try something they've never done before if they're excited about that. And two, you may get a couple of great meals out of it.
1: I love that. That's genius. That's the gift of, that keeps on giving, Clark.
0: Yeah, it's uh maybe it's a little bit hard to figure out how you're gonna <laughs> it's gonna be hard to figure out how you're gonna wrap that and put it under the tree, but send them on a scavenger hunt or something to to find it.
1: There you go. That's genius. I like that. I like that idea. Nice. Um let's see, we've hit most of mine. One thing I had on here was just a barbecue recipe book, like I feel like mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time just scrolling YouTube, TikTok, you name it, uh watching barbecue and recipes and stuff like that. Uh and so anything that kind of gives those ideas and stuff, uh I would love. Like I like to go through a good recipe book and just get some ideas, see how people do things differently. So that's one thing that I did have on here.
0: Yeah, so uh, Meathead has an awesome cookbook that has a bunch of recipes, but it gets into the science. I've talked about Meathead before, like he's, he's where the source of a lot of my knowledge early on came from. He's got a great one um adam at this juke and q has got a really good cookbook that i like um steven reichland who's not someone we talk that much about anymore um he's got a cool cookbook that's all about different barbecue sauces throughout the world that somebody gave me for christmas and it's been super fun to try different types of sauces and um, and check that out. So there are tons of barbecue books. Oh, and Sam, Sam Jones, his book on whole hog barbecue is, was one of my favorites. Is that the one we used? Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, we used his and it was, it was super cool.
1: So Stephen Reichlin, I just looked him up because he sounded familiar. He does the barbecue Bible yep does that sound right yep that's him i've read through some of his stuff before Yeah, that's
0: awesome yeah he's kind of a quirky guy but uh really knowledgeable i don't know so um yeah so i i really like the that cookbook idea the last one that i had on here and this can be an incredibly expensive item or there are a lot of budget options out there too but a really good knife um yeah makes a great gift and that can be a you know i've got a twenty dollar um they don't even make it anymore but i think it's a twenty dollar gerber fish fillet knife that Mm -hmm. that is the best knife i've ever had for trimming meat that like it's just awesome cutting off excess fat and silver skin. I love that knife. Um, a big slicing knife for brisket, for turkey. Um, again, I've got like a $20 one that I got on Amazon with a plastic handle that like if I was slicing brisket all day long, it would, it would suck. But for slicing a brisket or slicing up part of it, it's sharp, it's straight, it's long, it lets me do it way better than just with a normal kitchen butcher knife. Um and then probably my favorite knife is the one my my dad gave me a knife for my birthday. I think it was my birthday, maybe it was Father's Day. But it's uh it's from the Great North Knife Company that it's uh I don't even know what to call it, but it's just it's a short, heavy, like handcrafted knife that really pretty. It's um, and it's just sharp as snot. That is, uh, it's a lot of fun to get out, and especially for those special occasions or where you're making a big show out of how you cut it. I I'm a big fan of of a nice knife as a gift. I think there's it's something that they can remember the person that gave them to them every time they pull it out and use it.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's a good and and like you said, like you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars. Or you can on a knife, but like my brother gave me a brisket slicer that he got at like a kitchen wholesale warehouse next to where he works that had it on sale, and I love it. Like I'm pretty excited about it. So
0: genius. I like it. Nice. So you have any other any other items on your list before we wrap up
1: I think we've covered everything that I had at least so I'm sure nice. that there are probably a lot of other things but I feel like we've done a pretty good job of getting some ideas out there and you know hopefully
0: yeah so take this and if we uh, didn't
1: at least we've tried not to talk over each other you
0: know <laughs> Yeah. So take the link now, guys or gals, send this to your non barbecue cooking friend or spouse, partner, whoever that you're hoping for a gift. You're doing us a favor by sharing the link because the algorithms love that crap. Um, But also helping them because now they've got some great ideas. And if you have questions Spouses, partners, whoever you are, if you need help picking gifts, hit us up in the DMs. We'd love to chat and talk about it. Um, And I've got tons of Amazon links that I've got saved that I'm happy to send out and share.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Likewise. So, could you hear that? You hear that motorcycle go ripping by? Oh, man. My room's right here by the highway, so. On, on that lovely note <laughs> until next time I'm John I'm Mike There you go. and this is Fat Guys with Smokers thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook leave us a comment we'd love to hear from you Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe!